What's up, Fan Bros? This is Chico Leo. On the newest episode of Fan Bros, we welcome Reagan Gomez. Daredevil and Electra decide to call it quits. And we also talk about black people who love the Confederate flag. <sighs> <laughs> welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And welcome, internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of the internets. Wakanda's favorite DJ, El Capitan of the spaceship. What about Devil's Advocate? That's me too. El Diablo Abogado. Very good. And, as always, I am joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, not on any paprika this week, but I am the Ahura of the spaceship, the Black Russian, the Black Rogue, and the Stiletto Stunner. That's right. And sitting back, leaning in the chair is... Chico Leo, the, uh, what am I, the King of Shade? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the Emperor of yeah, Shade, the Emperor I think. of Shade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and summer's here, so, you know, we can all use a little shade. <laughs> You're sure to give it out. Right. And that's right, folks. This is Fanbro's show, the voice of the urban geek. And it's been a big week for the voice of the urban geek. Yo, like, we've been on the, I want to call it radio, but we've been on the radio every day this week. We've been on bigger than the radio this week. Yeah, man. We've, we've been, been on, on the, the internet. internet. With an S. <laughs> every with an day. S. Even bigger than the radio. That's right. This week, Fanbro's was everywhere. Big shout outs, salutes to the Spawn on Me podcast. Where me and Tatiana King Jones joined them this yes. week. Yes. Thank you, Stubby Stan and Kaja. Yes, that's right. Big shout outs to everybody at Spawn on me and everyone who listened over there. And as well, I made a special appearance on the Geeked Out podcast, uh, hosted by Michael Dean and my boy Q Storm. Word. A few others. It was a bunch of us on there. Got a little. Um, a little heated? A little heated for a second. <laughs> a, little, a little hectic? A little hectic. You know, we were having a discussion on race and, you know, characters and various things of that nature. And you know how that goes. You know how that goes. <laughs> running through the six. With my woes. And we were running with our woes um, for our special delivery. Where I heard that you spoiled some stuff right in the beginning, Chico. But I announced that the, I, I said spoiler <laughs> alert. I mean, you yeah, know. he did. He gave a very good spoiler you can, alert. You know, if you the alert is there, yeah. and you know, um, <laughs> if the alert so, is there, you know, so they can't blame uh, you. Got you. To, you got to, yeah, exactly. Okay. You know, yeah. But anyway, thank you again to Spawn on Me and Geeked Out Podcast Juice. For That's featuring right. Ben Amin and myself this week. Please make sure to check out their respective shows. You can find them on the internet everywhere. Just Google them and follow them on Twitter. Most definitely. And shout out to IlloYC, who uh, joined me for the last two weeks on the uh, special delivery. Yes. Excellent. You can, you can read his uh, his reviews on uh, fanbros.com, and he's usually very insightful, except when he's talking about Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, I, he's very on point time. on everything. <laughs> nice. That's right. Big shout-outs to L-O-Y-C for doing a special delivery these last two weeks. And like Tatiana said, shout-outs to Spawn of Me and Geeked Out 
What up, Q Storm? What else is going on? Yo, everything. Like, so we had started a hip hop, oh, the hip hop and geekish contest. If, if for those who don't know, on Twitter we announced that we're giving away a T-shirt that featured the hip hop and geekish um, designs. And this is some exclusive stuff. We're not selling this in the store. You can't get this anywhere else. Is they are one of a kind. And we do have a winner this week, which will be announced. Yes, later on. Later on. We have a winner. We have a winner. You're going to have to wait on that, though. You got to keep listening to this whole episode <laughs> to get that, to find out who won. And, of course, we'll be doing another contest this week, giving out another shirt. Yeah, so, so it's, fi- it's five shirts, right? Five, five shirts, shirts total. total. That's right. Okay. Summertime action from the Fan Bros. Man, it has been some other summertime action this week, boy. It is hot and heated out there. There's a lot of news happening, like, just in this one day. Man. Batman got drama in his life. Batman and Electric broke up, y'all. <laughs> you can always forget that that was her, too. Yeah, that was Electric. Yeah, that's uh, right. Ben yeah. Affleck and Jennifer Garner. You know what's Well, sad? Daredevil and Electra broke up. Oh, true. Right. Yeah, Shit. Damn. Although, wow. You know, we don't think of him as Daredevil now. Well, yeah, 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 true indeed. Yeah, thank God. But no, that that's funny though. I mean, at least she didn't get killed by Bullseye or anything, you know. You know, hey. Well, not ben, yet. Ben, you know, we gotta see how these divorce proceedings go. Ben, I mean I mean, well, yeah. It it was kinda it's kinda actually messed up because they uh, got divorced one day after their tenth year wedding anniversary. Well, it's the real life. She's the gone girl now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Chico, you cold-blooded, man. Symmetry, boy. Yeah, you know, one one day, ten years later, they are done. Ben Affleck and yeah. Jen Garner filed for divorce. Guess Sorry not, to hear guess that. Guess we're not going to see Jiggly 2. Best joke I saw on Twitter was, though, that uh, Ben Affleck filed for divorce the same weekend gay marriage became legalized. That's true. And now he can marry Matt Damon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, the Emperor of Shade is not in either. I was taken aback. Goodwill hunting for real. That's right. (laughs) You know, when you're in the clubs and you like that music, it goes boom, boom. Uh, nobody, nobody no. watches Goodwill Hunting in no. here. Oh, <laughs> you like the third Goodwill Hunting reference that Amina's made today. One of my favorite I movies so. of all wow. time. No. I've watched it twice in a row the first time I saw it. How no. about them apples? That's all I remember. Oh man! Well, I got her number. Yeah, yeah I can quote that whole movie backwards wow. and forwards. Well, there was a lot of other actually positive news this week. Um, <laughs> the first of which was super. I want to see how you flip this. The first of which was super duper freaking positive. <laughs> you fired. Yes. Mr. Donald Trump got drizzopped <laughs> by NBC per his comments about Mexican immigrants and pretty much everyone else in the world because he hates everybody. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So rightfully so, NBC was like, yeah, you're messing up our margins and our bottom line. We're going to have to drop you. So they dropped the Miss USA pageant. I believe he also owns Miss America. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. But more importantly, they, they, they're dropping him from Celebrity Apprentice. So... There's, it sounds like they're still running the show just without him. Yeah, he doesn't own it. Mark Burnett owns the yeah. Celebrity Apprentice. Nice. So, 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 so historically, I always assumed it was right. Trump. But he apparently made three million dollars an episode on that show. Ooh. So him getting dropped is not nothing. Like this yeah. is a dude who has declared bankruptcy five or six times. Oh yeah, in the nineties, yeah. he's yeah. And it's not just NBC, uh, Univision or Univision, which is owned say. by I think that's right. Owned by but NBC that's Universal. the number one network in America. They've also 
you know, kick them to the curb. Wow. Like they're not they they've already yeah, they're said, not and Mexico, the country, has pulled out of the Miss Universe. <laughs> they will not be sending the whole a, damn country said F you. That's one less beautiful woman that will be yo, you how, know participating. Yo, how hated do you have to be for a whole country to be like, nah dog, we good. <laughs> right. We're not sending <laughs> we're not sending you one of our a beautiful whole women. country be Wow. So I thought that was positive. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Um, uh, Other positive news. We also have Brie Newsom, which is now my own personal hero. If you don't know, she was the um, black female activist and filmmaker that actually scaled. And, and usually this is not a good thing to say, but this is a great thing to say. She scaled the pole at the <laughs> at the Capitol. Of at, South Carolina. Of South Carolina. Shade to all those working to, strippers out there, Tatiana. I, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> no, no shade to the, the strippers. I'm just saying, usually when people say this, they don't mean it in a good way. But anyway, she scaled that pole, grabbed the damn Confederate flag in like the best capture the flag moment ever, <laughs> and pulled that ish down. And apparently she just learned to climb like yeah, two I mean, days before. Yeah. And to be so s- she was like, yo, I'm going to do this, and yeah. then learned to like, wow. she had, do that. She had you know? full climbing gear, gear. Yeah, yeah. like, like the, the harness the yeah. helmet yeah. and she had a buddy like her climbing um i guess the Instructor. person spotter or whatever he was down there like watching her like you know cute little guy he was just like yeah i got you girl but she did her thing man and 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 unfortunately when she, when she came down obviously she was arrested um and the flag went back up like maybe uh, two hours later or something like that but um, she did get a lot of outpouring support. Um, even at one point, Michael Moore on Twitter said that he would bail her out, like he will pay all her legal fees and bail her out and all this other stuff. So I was I was really pleased. That that's my superhero right there. Most definitely, I saw uh, I think Indiegogo campaign raised like thirty two thousand, and they were only trying to get twenty just for her bail. Wow! And she got bailed out, you know, really quickly. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah. the money was raised, so it wasn't a really big problem there. But, you know, we have this segment, you know, since we're talking about the flag and everything, yeah, we man. have this segment that goes. Today in the N-word? That's right. You know, the flag, it had some heroes and some villains this week as some other people came out, black Confederate flag defenders. Oh, my God. I'm leaving. Yeah, I pretty much wanted to leave myself. I have is, to that a, is that like black Republican? It's much worse than a black Republican. Because at least if, if I was rich, I'd probably be a black Republican myself. Like, you know, sorry, folks. I'm going for it, you know. Full on. All about voting the money. For, voting for Jeb. Don't let me get rich. Yeah, but the black Confederate flag. <laughs> what? Wait. Did you say voting for Jeb? Jeb Bush? Jeb okay. Stewart, the, a, uh, the Confederate a, general? No, Jeb Bush. No, nah, Jeb good, Bush. He's a good choice if you got paper. The third in line. Yeah, uh, black Confederate. Fourth. The one that got me, though, is these people came out this week, and uh, this woman, I won't even say her name to give her any credit, but she said that slavery is a choice. And basically she was saying, you know, Tatiana's giving me the face right now, boy. She was saying that mm. slavery is a choice because, you know, as they say, you could either live free or die. So basically she was saying your choice was to die. You know, you, you know, if you ain't want to be a slave, you could just die. This isn't die hard. That's not like a tagline off a of die hard. <laughs> I think y'all got your stuff yeah, mixed that's up. Not, that's not really much of a choice. What? Not really much at all. But yeah, black. It, it was a big story this week that there are actually black people who defend the Confederate flag. Yeah, I don't. Dude, what, <laughs> how do you even, you know, that pause what do you say was, to someone like that? We have no words. Know? Yeah, we that that pause was deliberate because we have no words for. That. Yeah, yeah, like I say, there's heroes and there's villains in this Confederate flag. 
Yo, like we, like we said last week, flame on, yo. I mean, that's <laughs> that's flag. that's a Dave Chappelle skit right there. I, I mean, think it already was. That's one. the yeah. black, the black, the black, white KKK guy. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. But is. he didn't know he was black because yeah. he was blind. <laughs> right. <laughs> I assume these guys know they're black. Oh, they definitely. <laughs> you know, I mean, one of them was saying that they did it because you know, like their grand, great, great grandfather served in the Confederate Army. Yo, or... yo, that don't mean nothing. <laughs> like straight up, like. I, I mean, you know, if you think I'm just being like wild disrespectful, then whatever. I'm being wild disrespectful. I don't care that your grandfather was in. I really don't care. I don't care if he was general num- number one. No. He wasn't, but yeah. Like, like, right. He wasn't. And uh, no, no, no. Well, I kind of like general. I have better number news one though. as a as a general, nickname. I like that. General, general, general number, number one is dope. <laughs> general, you can have that actually. Yeah, yeah. general number you one. I do want to. I do want to make this point into into back in the positive territory. Congrats, shouts to DJ Older, Daniel Jose Older. His book Shadow Shaper dropped. It is now officially live and in full effect. Everyone's picking it up. Very awesome. Tomorrow, uh, July 1st, will be his book uh, signing and book release party. Oh, wow. In Brooklyn. Nice. Um, we'll, we can put up, we'll tweet about all the details there, but just want to shout out him for sure. And then shout outs to my boo, Misty Copeland. The Thank most you. Prettiest, prettiest ballerina ever. Ooh, she Lord. made history today. She was announced by the American Ballet Theater as the first black female principal. Can we get an amen? Amen, because this is the first time in its 75-year history, y'all. So I am so thrilled and ecstatic and really happy for her. Would you know what 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 ballet is she is she dancing in? Well, she's she's been this past this past season. She's been in Swan Lake and one other that I for whatever reason the name escapes me. But she's been doing it. Obviously, you know that she's been doing it for years. So this is pretty much overdue. But the fact that it it finally happened, awesome. Word up. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break right here, and we're going to be right back with much more on this episode of Fan Bros. This is DJ Maceo, a.k.a. Dr. Spock. You know what it is. It's your boy, Young Guru, a.k.a. The Beast, a.k.a. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Not a Brahma. Hey, yo, 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 this is Foul Munch. Oh, hey, this is your friendly neighborhood superhero, Gene Gray. What's up? This is Spike Lee from the Republic of Brooklyn, New York. This is Axel Alonso, editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. When I'm not sitting at my desk ruling the comic book universe, I'm listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Internet, to this amazing episode of Fan Bros Show. We have a great treat for you, as always. Today we have mother, actress, filmmaker, Producer, soon to be Academy Award winning Puerto Rican princess, who's also had a successful Indiegogo campaign for her web series Surviving the Dead. Ladies and gentlemen, none only than Reagan Gomez is with us today. Woo! How y'all doing? How y'all doing? And I gotta specify, I'm a black Puerto Rican, okay? Black I am a, Puerto yeah, Rican. There you go. Yes, Boricua indeed. y Morena. Yes. There you go. There we you know, go. girl. Nice, nice. We got you. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, Absolutely. Welcome to the spaceship. Absolutely. So Yay! again, so again, welcome to Fanbro's show, uh, which is the voice of the urban Greek for all nerds. And we are so happy to have you on today. So you. can you just give everyone just a quick Besides what I said, just a quick uh, 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 intro about yourself. 
Um, well, I gotta say wife too, because you said everything else. Yes. You left out wife, so I gotta shout out my husband. I, I am a wife as well. Um, but I uh I am an actress, I'm a writer, I'm a director, I'm a content creator. Um, many people know me from my first TV show, The Parenthood. I played uh, the teenage daughter Zaria. Since then, I've been on um, other TV shows. I've done other movies. Um, about maybe, I'd say, seven, eight years ago, I started getting into voice acting. Um, I play Roberta Tubbs on The Cleveland Show, yes. uh, which is a Family Guy spinoff. I'm also on Steven Universe right now, and I'm still acting. Um, but these last few years, I've really been... Um, concentrating on creating original content. Um, I've at, you, you mentioned that I did an Indiegogo. I've actually done three Indiegogos wow. because I have uh, two web series. My first web series, Almost Home, which is on my YouTube channel, Reagan Gomez, y'all subscribe. Um, <laughs> I did the first Indiegogo back in 2012. And back then, crowdfunding was not as popular as it is right now. Um, so we, we wound up raising about 14000 uh, for the first season of Almost Home, and we wound up doing a second season as well. We did another Indiegogo for that. And our new show called Surviving the Dead, we just wrapped um, this past February. Uh, but this this show is different because it's a sci-fi show, mm -hmm. and I'm really, really interested, and I love the sci-fi fantasy genre. Um, and I'm really, really excited about the show. We're actually, it's, it's funny because everybody's on my Twitter like, oh my God, when is the show coming? Because we usually have a very quick turnaround, but we have a few opportunities that uh, we are pursuing right now. So unfortunately with the business, it kind of takes a minute. Um, we're pursuing these opportunities and uh, we'll see what happens, but it, it is coming. The whole first season is shot it's ready to go. Awesome. We're just uh, looking to see uh, what might be out there. Definitely. Uh, so you said that you're a big fan of the sci-fi genre. How long has this been going on? Is this from childhood? <laughs> like well, it's something you know what? <laughs> well, you know what? I, 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 I don't know if I consider myself a nerd. I might be a nerd. Um, but it, I think the sci-fi genre and fantasy, like I love the Lord of the Rings movies. I love The Hobbit, which is not necessarily sci-fi. It's, it's more fantasy. And Game of Thrones is like one of my favorite shows. And The Walking Dead, obviously, is like mm -hmm. the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I love that show so much. Um, but I felt like, well, the first reason I started doing web series in the first place was because, you know, being a black woman um, in this industry mm -hmm. and going from being a child to a teenager to a young woman to a grown ass woman and, and seeing how limited the roles for black women are. Um, TV is a lot different now, even than it was three years ago. What is it? 2015, three years ago when we started doing web series. Um, and I think it, I think the change is fantastic. I think the change is great, but I think it's up to us, um, and people like me and people who even have a bigger platform than I do to continue to create, um, this content because we don't want it to be a fad. We don't just want it to be trendy. Oh my God, these new black shows. Cause we see people are already freaking out saying that it's too much of a good thing. So there's already pushback. Um, but I think it's 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 up to us to continue to create. And I just love the sci-fi genre. I just yeah. and I feel like we're not really represented in the genre. And I, I'm not sure why, because anytime I live tweet a show or, or or go see a movie or talk about 
whatever, comic books. I'm not really into comic books, but my Twitter timeline always keeps me up to date on what's going on, who's the new superhero or yes, you, whatever. You, you recently learned that Storm is married to Black Panther. I had no idea. <laughs> she I, freaked my out. Mind, my fucking mind was blown. I'm like, where the fuck is that movie? Like, when uh, is that thing? And they had a kid, too. Mm. Like, when is this movie coming? So, you know, I'm, I'm really, really interested in it. And I, I feel like we're not represented. And it's like, uh, why? Why not? So, yeah. you know. Yeah, when you actually, um, I remember when I was on Twitter, when you were talking about that, and this is maybe a year or so ago, when you were talking about how underrepresented, particularly women of color, are. Oh. Yeah. in the job and then that really resonated with me because I'm I I am I would consider myself a nerd and like I'm super into sci-fi and as you yeah. said as much engagement as our community community people of color have with sci-fi and and more geekdom related topics it's just surprising and not in a way not surprising because I, 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 I see how they do us but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also surprising because you know this is a we are a major force and and like you said that is one of the fan bros missions to show that this is not a fad that oh right. you know black people kind of like this and you know this would be good for some money for a little bit no this is how this is people lifestyle exactly you know it's exactly. very important and I feel like with, with a lot with a lot of these, um, and, and you know, we have the Fantastic Four coming out with Michael B. Jordan. Like, it's it, things are changing. Things are definitely changing. But again, he's a dude, you know? So when we start talking about, mm. you know, black women and women of color, we're kind of not there at all. A lot of people are just kind of like, hey, well, we got, we got a black dude in there. Like, and black women are like, and women of color are like, yeah, that's cool. So about us yeah. being in the <laughs> blue, like, that would be kind of awesome. Like... So and I feel like that, you know, the the even when we talk a lot about when we have these race discussions and, and the, you know, I just feel like women, women of color and black women in general, were just kind of overlooked and, you know, we are erased and we're kind of invisible when it comes to damn near everything. So, mm. you know, that's why we need more, more, more black women and more women of color creating shit, you know, because nobody's going to do it for us. Nobody. Ava can't do it all on her own. You know, as much as we Tell love it. her, she she can't do it all on her own. And it shouldn't be up to her to, to fix everything and do it all on our own. So, you know, it's up to us. It's up to you guys getting the word out and keeping people informed on what's going on. You know, and it's kind of an exciting time. It's really an exciting time when you have podcasts like yours, when you can get on Twitter, when you can go on Tumblr or Facebook or wherever you are and talk to people who are like you, who are like, oh, my God, I can't wait for Black Panther or mm -hmm. whatever the fuck. Like Black Panther can't be it like we need more we need we have to keep it going so it's an amazing time and you you know we we support each other we encourage each other and and it's great it's really really great amen amen that's all <laughs> i gotta say on that amen um so let me go back a little bit to your to the web series surviving the dead uh what what would you say makes this different from other like zombie shows out there well, I think Surviving the Dead is different because we have um, a sci-fi element to it to where one of our characters actually has supernatural um, powers, which you don't really have in a lot of the other zombie shows. It's just kind of like, oh, my God, zombies, they're trying to eat us. We got to run. We got to run really fast. And that's kind of it. Um, but and that is kind of what our show is about as well. But one of our characters does have powers and I don't want to give too much away, but. It's really, really no, no. You can't. <laughs> no, no, I, I will. I will say that the powers that one of our characters has might have something to do with controlling the zombies, and we don't necessarily find that out 
at the beginning. It kind of takes a while. I'm not going to say which character. I'm not going to say when it happens. But I definitely think that show makes that that specific plot point makes our show uh, different. Um, and our show centers around, it's about two sisters and, you know, two black women. So you've never had that before too. And the show is about Shayla is our main character. She's a doctor. Um, she's forced to flee with her younger sister, Lucy, um, when this mysterious flu takes over the city and they find out that not only is their father somehow involved, but they're being hunted by the government and Shayla and Lucy have to find their father who is a scientist for the government, but he's missing. And they also have to figure out if they can even save these people who are infected. So, you know, you have these two sisters who are about 15 years apart and they're kick ass. Like like their father has prepared them for the apocalypse. And when they were both children, they thought the training was annoying and like weird and like, Dad, what, what the hell is wrong with you? But now that everything is kind of gone to shit, you know, they're finding that these, uh, you know, survival tactics that, that he taught them they absolutely need them. And I've never seen a 14-year-old black girl on TV whooping ass, like can defend mm. herself, like, you know, so yes. I'm really excited to see. I'm really excited to see that. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about the show. Um, and people are waiting for it. And I just I just can't wait for you guys to see it. And did did you direct every episode? I did. You, you directed did. all of it, like uh, yeah, True Detective, wrote, yeah. the same director all the way through. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I wrote the show. I directed the show. It was the same with my other web series, um, Almost Home as well. I wrote uh, Almost Home. I actually started in Almost Home as well. I wound up directing season two, but with this show, I'm not in it. I just uh, wrote it and directed it, and it was really kind of... I didn't know what I was getting into. Like, you know, when you write, you're in your house and you don't think about money. You don't think about the budget. And then when it's time to, like, get the money together, you're like, okay, what do I need to cut this helicopter scene, this war scene? Got to cut all that shit. You know, so, but I, we we really made an amazing, amazing web series. And um, I'm really, really excited about it. And directing something like this, this magnitude, this is only the second time I've, I've ever directed. Um, I, I, I really had a great experience. We have great actors. We have uh, Cynthia McWilliams is the star of the show. She's from um, Husbands of Hollywood. She plays Kevin's uh, attorney. We oh, have... Yeah. Jackie Long, we have Phil Morris from Smallville on the W, it was a WB back then, uh, from uh, Mission Impossible with Tom Cruise. He was on uh, Seinfeld, so he's been around the block forever. Um, and we have some really, really great people, and I'm, I'm so fucking excited about this show. I can't even tell you. Dope. All right, well, <laughs> shifting gears real quick, I have a question. If you could have any, if you, what's your dream superhero or fantasy role? Going back to being an actress. Oh, uh, going back to being an actress. Hmm. I would say, you know what? The more I learn about Storm, and I know Vixen, I think they're turning her into uh, an animated show. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's just so much that I really want to learn more about. Like, just hearing that Storm and Black Panther were, were an item just blew my mind. And, <laughs> and not only that, but, like, Wolverine and, like, so oh, many yeah, other girl. characters were, like, in love with her, too, girl. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's... I would love to see, you know, as an actress or just as a fan, see 
a superhero being played by a black woman that encompasses that that has not only super not superpowers but can also be sexual and also be a real human being and also be kind of flawed and you rarely see those characters in women period but you really don't see them in black women and women of color so i think characters like that i'm really kind of drawn to um I read an article that Viola Davis did um, when she was talking about how to get away with murder, and she's really not attracted to the respectable characters. And I feel like as as black women and women of color, especially for black women, th- those kind of roles are kind of pushed on us. We got to be church going. We got to be, yeah. you know, no sex before marriage. We can't be shaking ass. We can't be doing none of that kind of stuff that women do because we're human beings and we have fun and we can still go to church or whatever. I mean, you know, yeah, which I find, which I find funny because one minute we're sapphires and the next minute, Oh, so come on. Listen, It's so annoying. It is so fucking annoying, but I, I just want, I just want to see more. I just want to see black women be able to play characters that are flawed, that you can relate to, but you can also say, you know what? She need to get her shit together. You know what I'm saying? That's what you need. <laughs> you you need exactly. She need to get her shit together. <laughs> you know, so you definitely need those those characters. Just like you have, you know, with a lot of the ma- male superheroes, they have problems. They have problems. They don't know at all. You know, so I want to see those kinds of. Um, complicated characters for black women as well. So any any character, it doesn't matter the superpowers, but if she's honest and if she's flawed and complicated, I, I dig her. So you actually mentioned that you want these black female characters to, eat, to even embrace their sexuality. Yeah. And you also mentioned earlier, you are a grown-ass woman. Now, yeah. I bring both of those points up to mention that when we look at, like, your body of work, like... You, the thing I feel like people don't realize with actresses, especially black actresses, is like you do grow up. You do, yeah. you know, you're not Zaria for, right. for, for 20 years or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So I feel like some people, particularly, especially with actresses, they get stuck on people being a certain role or playing a certain type. Like, right. and people will give you criticism for doing stuff that you actually open yourself up to more to more dynamic roles oh sure so like how do you feel like that like do you like you you kind of pointed at it already but do you feel like even you yourself as a black woman have you stigmatized for just being sexual um it well I will say going from because you know even though the parenthood is not the only job that I've ever done it's kind of the role that people really see me as Mm -hmm. um and especially coming out of my teens and going into 19 20 21 22 I remember I did King magazine when I was 23 Mm -hmm. or 24 and people literally like flipped out obviously we didn't have you know social (laughs) media and stuff like that but people would come up to me in the street like it was on black planet (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like I don't know how to feel about this. Like, you look fantastic, and I know you're grown, but still, it's kind of weird, you know? And it's just, listen, I just live my life and do what the fuck I want to do and choose the roles that I want to choose and, and come home to my family. And, you know, it, it's it's never a matter of me being like, oh, my God, what are people going to say? No, it's, it's, it's never been that. It's never been that. And I've played some pretty... Um, interesting characters. I've been, you know, a prostitute. I've been the girlfriend. I've been the wife. I've been, you know, the college student. I've been, I've been so many different characters. And I think as an actor, you kind of want that. You don't want to be the same character over and over. Now, on the flip side, a lot of people would say being a black actress, those are the only roles you can get as a, you know, crackhead or 
prostitute or whatever or whatever and that's that's uh, that's another truth to the business as well so there has to be some kind of middle ground to where you're not afraid to be dirty and you're not afraid to be ugly and tell that truth as well because that you know that that truth is also um part of people's lives and and needs to be told as well but you have to have the balance you should be able to play you know the stripper but also be able to play the president or whatever not to not to say that you know you want to be uh respectable characters or whatever but you have to have that balance you can't just be ugly and dirty all the fucking time you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can't be crack a caliberry all the time no all the time all the time uh, not all the time i no. got you i got you yeah and you've also, you definitely have done a lot more than just play prostitute, you know, or parenthood. You've also done yeah. a lot of voiceover work yeah. with The Cleveland Show and recently uh, Steven Universe. Yeah. So yeah. do you prefer those or being, you know, do you prefer voiceover work to traditional acting? Well, it's definitely different. Um, the, uh, the Cleveland Show, I just kind of fell into that by accident. I was pregnant with my daughter um, and I was like, what can I do and be pregnant and be able to just sit down and eat donuts and shit all day. Like what, what kind of work, what kind of work can I do where I can just do that? So I kind of stumbled into voiceover work by accident. Um, when I got the call to go out for the character, uh, I knew about family guy, but I wasn't really a huge fan. So, you know, when I wound up getting the, when I wound up getting the job and we started going to, uh, we went to New York for the upfront and then we started doing Comic-Con every year, Comic-Con in San Diego. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like people, <laughs> people like walking around in costumes. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? And I'm like, but we're not a comic book. So why are we here? And then we started going every year and it was just amazing. It was really, really amazing. And it opened my eyes and my world up to let me know just how big the voiceover world is. I mean, I remember the first time we went, the guy who did SpongeBob was there and like all these amazing mm -hmm. actors and most people do not know their names, do mm -hmm. not know what they look like, but you know the characters that they have done. And this whole world is really amazing. It's incredible. So I love voiceover work. Um, I have a studio in my house because my husband's a music producer. Um, so I can just record here or if I have an audition for a voiceover job, I'll, you know, record my audition and send it in. It's definitely great um, for me being that my kids are still small. Like mm -hmm. I want to be there for my daughter's soccer practices and doing our homework. And my son is four. So He's still small, too. So I definitely appreciate this time that I've had um, at, at home with them. But at the same time, um, I'm still, you know, creating my own web series, you know, and mm -hmm. we're having to come up with the money for that. And we're shooting that and we're casting for that, too. So it's not like I'm just here just doing voiceover work. We're doing a lot of other shit as well. So. You know, I'm, I think I'm lucky. I think I'm really, really lucky. Um, I don't like one over the other. They're all different and uh, all of the checks, they go into my bank account. So I appreciate <laughs> that, you know, so it's really great. Different roles, same money. There you go. You've mentioned your husband a couple of times. So I have to ask you, how long were you two dating before he told you that he was in the rap group quo? Well, okay, so we <laughs> met when we were 15 and 16, and at that time, he was not in quo anymore, but I knew who he was when I first saw him, because I remember seeing a video at my grandparents' house on the box. I don't know if y'all remember the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. 
Yeah, so his face was very, like, I remembered his face or whatever. Um, but he actually wasn't in the group anymore when we met. He was actually modeling then. And he was doing, um, like, he was modeling overseas, like, in London and in France and, in, like, American Vogue and French Vogue. So that's kind of when we when we met, when I was on my show and he was he was modeling. But I, I knew who he was when I first saw him. All right. Mm. Nice. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more Reagan Gomez and more Fan Bros Show. Yo, this is Damian Lemon, and when I'm not uh, scrolling through X Video Beige or whatever other site I like pleasure, I'm listening to Fan Bros Podcast, Loudspeakers Network. Peace. And welcome back, Internets. I hope you've been enjoying this episode of Fan Bros Show. We have Reagan Gomez on the spaceship tonight. <laughs> and we've already done the interview section, so now it's time for the world-famous rap segment, the rapid-fire questions. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I see how y'all did. Okay. No warning, no nothing. All right. Never. <laughs> never All warning. Right. That's why it's called rapid-fire. Okay. So Reagan right. Gomez is in the hot seat. Are you ready? I'm ready. Go. All righty. All right. I'll go first. Okay. Luke Cage or Black Panther? Mm, Black Panther. Okay. Because he was married to Storm and I just want to <laughs> see that love story on film. I just want to see it on film. Dope. Don Cheadle or Terrence Howard? Y'all got jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't personally know either of them. I'm a fan of both of their work. Okay. I have to say, I haven't really had any Twitter exchanges with parents. <laughs> so I would have to go with Don Cheeto, even though I don't, I he needs he You don't needs agree with his worldviews? He needs more people in his life. You know? oh. I mean, he needs more people in it. And it's, it's really no shade because, you know, I've learned so much about feminism and about, you know, uh, the movement and everything and, and, and how, you know, black women are, you know, activists in the movement and we're not just silently sitting by. And maybe he doesn't know that. And that's okay. Maybe he So I hope he learns something. So Girl, that's not okay. No, it's not. It's not okay. But I'm just I'm just saying a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know. And everybody who doesn't know, you want to be like, well, fuck you, you dumbass. Like, why don't you know? You know? Google. Google. <laughs> yeah, for real. For, for real, though. But I, I would say I would say Don Cheeto. Although I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that uh, conversations with Terrence Howard would probably be just as interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I yeah. think even more interesting with Terrence yeah, Howard. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and go with Don Cheatham. All right. The Wire or Breaking Bad? Ooh. Hmm. Now, let me just say I love Breaking Bad. Um, and I just watched The Wire for the first time uh, over the New Year. They played it on um, HBO and HBO Go. And mm -hmm. I remember watching Breaking Bad. I know this is supposed to be rapid fire, and I'm giving y'all like That's dissertation. Okay. But I remember when the when Breaking Bad was on, everyone used to say, oh, my God, the wire was so much better. The wire was so good. And my father and my brother are like, they're like stands for the wire, and they always bring me the DVDs whenever they come to my house. So I'll say they're definitely different shows, but I would have to go with the wire because... 
clearly because it was a black show dealing with black shit, it didn't get the recognition that it was supposed to, that it should have gotten because it was on right along with the Sopranos and with Mm -hmm. sex in the city. And I love both of those shows. Um, so I would have to go, I would definitely have to go with the wire, even though breaking bad was an amazing show. I feel like the wire really got into some more serious shit, especially with when you bring in the kids and Mike and Dookie and like all of them. And like, It's so hard. It's so fucking heartbreaking. Man. And then you look at the, you know, when the riots happened in Baltimore, or when the protests happened in Baltimore, you're looking and people are like, yes, you motherfuckers, this is the same city from The Wire. Like, it was <laughs> you know, so the lasting effects are still are still there. And that makes it even more heartbreaking. So I would definitely have to go with The Wire. It really pulled at your heart, heartstrings a lot more. Plus, I mean, Idris Elba. So, you know. That's good. Um, Okay, I'm going to test you a little bit on your comic book characters. Magneto or Professor X? Okay, that's from the Mm -hmm. X-Men. I would have to say Magneto because he's kind of like, we're special and they're like oppressing us. Like, why don't we just kill them? And everyone's like, oh no, you can't do that. He's like, why the fuck not? I'm kind of like, I kind of feel him on that. Like, I'm, 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 I kind of feel him on that. So I would have to go with Magneto. All right. Good answer. Um, so continuing, uh, Emmanuel Lewis or Gary Coleman? Huh. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> um, I would have to say Gar- Gary because I feel like being a kid in the business and going through my own ups and downs, being a young girl in the business, being black, you know, having parents who had, you know, no idea what Hollywood was about and, and having leeches there and you don't really know, mm. you know, it's not like you have uh, money managers really trying to help you with your money situation and show you what to do with this money and your agents don't really give a fuck. So I would have to say him. Now, is Emmanuel is he still alive? I think he is. I think he, he is. was on a reality I haven't show seen any, pretty recently. I haven't seen any trending topics saying he wasn't. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's kind of a big deal in it, in, in and of itself. So I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> Gary. Well, that's rough. Because, <laughs> I mean, but it is. It kind of, I mean, listen, look at, look at different strokes. Who Who's who's left? Todd, oh. right? You, I mean, yeah, come Todd on. Bridges, but, that's but it. I mean, seriously. Yeah, even like, Mr. Drummond gone. Yeah. No, but I mean, seriously, like that. It, it And it could be like that. It can be really, really hard like that. So I would say Gary because, I mean, his his life was just, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. And and he was just like the, the joke for so many years. And he was like the punchline. And, and you know, I, I, I hope he's resting in peace. So, well, Jesus, y'all just brought the show. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll take it back up real quick with the most okay. important question of all. Star Wars or Star Trek? Okay, so I'm not really a fan of either, but I will say my son is obsessed with rocket ships, with space, with planets. So I'm really excited about Star Wars, this new one that's coming, I think, Christmas. And they have a black stormtrooper, so I'm just going to say Star Wars. Works. That works. That works for me. Um, And more of our wacky questions. Judge Dredd or Judge Judy? Uh, Judge Judy, because I think she's scarier. I think she's, <laughs> she's scarier than everybody. 
Judge Judy, for sure. Jaleel White or Betty White? Huh. I'm going to go ahead and say Betty because Betty is about 165 years yeah. old <laughs> and she just will not stop and I'm not mad at her. She's still on TV, still getting them checks. So I'm going to say Betty. I'm going to still say, I'm going to say Betty. Yeah, I don't think anyone has ever said Jaleel White when we asked that question. <laughs> like, I don't rock with Jaleel. <laughs> Steve Urkel. It's, it's, you know what? It's no shade because he's, he's what is it? I mean, he has to be in his 30s or 40s. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and he, 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 I'm sure he's doing just fine. Oh, but yeah. I'm going to oh, go yeah. ahead and rock with my girl, Betty. All right. All right. Uh, in relation, fast zombies or slow zombies? Oh, my God. So, I think watching, like, on a TV show or in a movie, fast zombies for sure. But like in the real life zombie apocalypse, slow, slow yeah. zombies. Yeah, girl. Yeah. It's an easy choice. Please, yeah. please save us. Listen, listen, those fast zombies, like those uh, 28 days later zombies, yeah. those Hussein Bolt zombies. No, it would have been. <laughs> so can those you... zombies were so fast. Why were they so fast? Because they, they had rage. rage. Yeah. They had rage. Can you tell us? Can you tell us if you have fast zombies or slow zombies in your? I uh... I, I have. Uh, they're they're medium. Like like medium. Like not necessarily walking. Maybe jogging. <laughs> 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 So they power walking. Moderately fast zombies. And it's kind of zombies where you can say, okay, they're not moving fast. But if you don't put pep in your step, you right. can look back and they can be creeping up on you. So, All right. Yes. So so scary enough. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, the Fresh Prince of the Cosby Show. Mm -hmm. Damn. I got to go with Fresh Prince. And I think we, we all know why. And <laughs> it's really kind of, it's really kind of, Fucked up. It's really, really fucked up. But I gotta go with uh with Fresh Prince. All right. There you uh, your favorite Wesley Snipes movie? Huh. Um, I'm about to say Blade. Yes. Yep. Hey Blade, and I feel like we. I feel like people forget just how big Wesley Snipes was. Like he was mm -hmm. huge at one point, and. I would really be interested to see him come back um, because he was really doing characters and roles that black men were not supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. Even with, because Denzel was around the same time, but Denzel wasn't necessarily doing like sci-fi and like action hero stuff. Yeah. So I feel like uh, I, I really, really liked Blade. And it was the first time I had ever seen a black uh, vampire and uh I would really be interested to see, you know, him come back and continue to do roles like that. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Why? Duh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, flying. Probably flying with something else like, um, oh, God, uh, I don't know, being able to shoot laser bolts out my eyes. But right. flying for sure. Flying for sure. The or ultimate like control fantasy. people's minds. So you can fly, you find, you can fly, and you can control people's minds. I, I think, I think, yeah, yeah, that would be it. Queen Dangerous. of the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Magneto and flying, controlling minds. Reagan got I'm revolution on the mind. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Well, you have survived the Brap segment. You survived Fanbro's show. So uh, please let the internets know where they can find you at. Uh, Reagan Gomez everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, um, 
Snapchat, although I'm not really on Snapchat that much, but I have to say that because the cool kids are on Snapchat, so I'm on Snapchat too. Uh, and you can sub- subscribe to my YouTube channel, Reagan Gomez. You can catch uh, my mom vlogs, my political rants I have on there. Season one and two of my first web series, Almost Home, and Surviving the Dead is coming very, very soon. So I'm going to keep uh, putting original content on my YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros Show. What's up? My name is Daniel Jose Older. When I'm not writing, I'm listening to the Fan Bros Radio Show, and so should you. And welcome back, Internets. Hope you've been enjoying this episode of Fan Bros Show for all nerds, the voice of the urban geek. And it's now time for that segment that everyone knows and loves. (laughs) Yeah, you like that dramatic pause right there because I'm the captain of the spaceship. It's time for Ask the Fan Bros on Geekwently (laughs) Asked Questions. Would you like some chips with that guac? The guac is extra. The guac is extra. And this week on the guac is extra, don't test the best. I like that name, sir. Or yeah, ma'am. Cool. Could be anything. On Twitter, asked, what are your top five favorite female video game fighting characters? And since five is a lot, bruh, or ma'am, again, I'm going to just go with one. Yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my favorite, uh, I'm a, actually, I'm going to pass this all first. Chico. I mean, I'm just going to have to go with Chun-Li. Classic. Yes. Yes. Um, did you have a crush on her when you were younger, Chico? Yeah. Don't lie. <laughs> Everyone did. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone loved Chun-Li. Yes. Um, I have quite a lot, but uh, one I, that's off the top of my head, um, Taki from Soul Calibur. No idea who that is. She's a ninja, basically. Okay. I know I played Soul Calibur. I'm sure I played with Taki. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that did not come off right. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, also from Tekken, June Kazama. That was my girl. I like Cammy yes. from Street Fighter, but that's also that's a real so obvious. That's cliche. Yeah. I'm trying to give you a better one. Don't test the best. How about the Valkyrie in Gauntlet? Oh, that's a great one. <laughs> Valkyrie is about to die. Nobody wanted to play with Valkyrie yeah, either. No, yeah, yeah. Valkyrie got no love because she had like the good shield and stuff, but her attack was weak. Yeah, her attack was weak. Exactly. Yeah. So that that didn't work out Valkyrie pretty well. Needs food badly. badly. Yeah, uh, I had to go with Cammy. Uh, I'm sounding real weak right now. I, I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a, since she's not really a fighting game character, but I'm a that's shout right. out, uh, Shorty from Bioshock Infinite. Is it Elizabeth? Yeah. Yeah, 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 Elizabeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she's, definitely. She's Especially when she starts opening the rift uh, gates and, yeah. and and sunning my man who's the hero of the story. <laughs> so, yeah, that's mine. I'm going to go with Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite. Let me throw in the, the woman from Portal, the, the main character. GLaDOS? No, not, the computer? that's not the computer. <laughs> the player. <laughs> okay. The first person player. I had no idea it was a woman. Yeah. Wow. I need to play Portal. Dope. I know it is. Also, that girl from The Last of Us. I can't remember her name. Joel was the dude. I can't remember her name, but yes. uh, the girl from Last of Us. I, I'll throw. I her heard she's in. better than Elizabeth. In fact, yeah, like, she's real. Have you not played La- Last of Us? Is insane. I know I mean, it is. Really, I know. Last well, of Us is really good. One day I'll get a PlayStation Four. All right. Uh, don't test the best. Big shout outs to you for asking that question. And if you have any questions for us on Geek Wintley asks. 
questions. I know y'all wanted to hear me butcher that, so there you go. <laughs> on the Guac segment, hit us up at Fanbros Show on Twitter or contact at fanbros.com if you got a real personal question that you know you don't want the whole world to see on that Twitter. And now it's time for my second favorite segment of the week. Tech Talk with Tatiana. And today in tech news, we have celebrations around the world, particularly in Taylor Swift's house, because Apple Music has officially launched today. If you have an iPhone, Android's coming later, but if you have an iPhone, you can update to the latest iOS um, version and you will get the new Apple Music app. And what that is, it's Apple's collaboration with Beats Music. You will now have access to their streaming service. You'll get your first three months free, and you'll get to set up your account, get streaming, set uh, get set up with Beats One, get the 24-hour, or 24-7 radio station across the world. That I, I don't know how that's going to work still, but awesome. It's going to be dope. <laughs> that's how it's going to work. Awesome. Um yeah, so so um, a lot of people are really excited about that. Um, if you are were previously a Beats Music subscriber, you can transfer your account over to Apple Music, and um, you can also transfer your playlists and music and things like that. Yeah, you definitely can. And uh, also, I saw I looked on the thing real quick today, and I saw they had like a Just Blaze like exclusive yeah. behind the boards interview with him. Yeah, there's some there's some real exclusives in there. In fact, um, one of the first exclusives they're doing is an interview with Eminem. And, um, and wow. the, yeah, and then there's also um, an artist connect page where artists will share like specific either songs or, 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 or content directly with the fans. And then you can actually interact with the artists. I know Snoop already put something up there. And shouts to Snoop, by the way, from a, from a tech standpoint, because Snoop is usually like really early on. He's a very early adopter. Like yeah. when I was on, like I started Twitter in 08 and he was pretty much on there early when nobody was on there. And so, so shouts to him, but, but yeah, Apple music has launched. It's live. Check it out. Like I said, first three months is free. All the artists are getting paid during the free uh, trial period. So don't feel bad. Just try it out. Yeah, definitely. Check it out. It's free for three months. It looks pretty good. I I definitely want to see that just plays joy. Cause I like, you know, interviews like that. Shout out to Combat Jat Show, you know, where they get behind the music and really get you to feel the inside. So hopefully it's working out for Apple Music and big shout outs and congratulations to everybody over there. Yeah. Um, and I have actually one more entry into um, tech news. And it's actually maybe it's also slightly an entry of in, uh, this week in an N word. Uh, <laughs> um, I follow a user by the name of Jackie, uh, Jackie Alcine. And um, he is, and I'm apologies if I, if I butchered your name. Um, he is a computer programmer, and he brought to light um, a, an issue with Google Photos, which I believe has since been fixed. But um, Google Photos is pretty much just the cloud-based um, space where you can save all your photos and get them tagged and all sorts of stuff. Um, he uploaded a few of his photos, and Google Photo tagged his picture as Gorilla. Oh shit! Isn't it? Wow. <laughs> this is I, I, so. If you're gonna be a monkey, <laughs> Google be a gorilla. <laughs> that what you said was funny. What happened was not. But so he he actually uh, uh, put that out there in the in the, in the tech world and and Ars Technica and a few places picked that up. Um, w- w- good kudos. <laughs> Just can't get over that. I, it, that is listen, so amazing. Listen, listen. And I actually, I actually tweeted him about this. I tweeted him. I said, "What the fuck?" Like, 
So and, anyway, um, <laughs> calm down, man. I mean, <laughs> that is like the greatest, like. Fan bros, if you don't know, I love a good racist joke. And oh my God, Listen. that is like a horror. Listen, That's this, so this, is, this is ridiculous. But anyway, but 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 thankfully, Google responded pretty much immediately. <laughs> they better. <laughs> and but but not just that the fact that they responded, but they responded in a very straight up manner. The guy who responded to him said, quote unquote, holy fuck. <laughs> Oh shit! We need to get this fixed <laughs> right now. Like, like he basically apolog- like he apologized right out. And uh, according to uh, again, again, Jackie is a computer programmer, so he understands that whole how the algorithm works, all that stuff. Apparently, there's something up with their. There was something up with their algorithm where, particularly in the coding, how and we all and what Jackie also told me, he thinks that they didn't test it with lots of black faces you know black people people of color darker skin so for whatever reason <laughs> no, stop no, laughing. no 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 laugh, stop laughing <laughs> so for whatever reason that automatic algorithm tagged him gorilla as that <laughs> gorillas in the mist Don, Don Lemon would be the first to point out that we have ninety nine percent share ninety nine percent of our DNA probably right there. Don so, Lemon shares ninety nine percent of his brain yeah. with a gorilla. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's pretty like I said it was little it was pretty intense and I'm just like what a way. Um, it actually reminds me in the, uh, a couple of years ago when HP got in hot water because they have they brought out their face tracking cameras like their their computer cameras that will follow you as you move around. And they got in hot water because their cameras couldn't, quote, unquote, see black people <laughs> because they didn't, again, test it probably with people of color the, and different those lighting. The, those are the cameras they're going to give the cops when the cops <laughs> have to wear the cameras. <laughs> oh, they're going to give the cops shit. cameras that don't see black people. Chico Leo from downtown. <laughs> Three points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus. yeah, but like I said, Google apologized profusely. They 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 fixed it. They they took the shit off. Jackie, he, I think he's he 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 accepted the apology, and you know, here we are. Ooh, lordy! All right, so that's it for tech news. Yes, sir. Man, all right, we got some quick movie news this week. Uh, Star Trek Three, the name came out. It's actually a lot of names came out for movies this week. Star Trek Three is officially named Star Trek Beyond. Hopefully they will actually go into space and do some exploring right. yeah, exactly. in this way. <laughs> get, get beyond the atmosphere. You know, I was dissing the uh, space battles the other day. I mean, the oh, last the slow space. First of all, the newer space battles were hot. Yo, that shit was terrible. Somebody was just dissing <laughs> into darkness. How they roll up on each other, sit there and start shooting. Well, well, and then, th- hold on, and then and then one of them tries to uh shut down, like hack into the other one and shut down the inter- <laughs> the, the devastator, whatever it was well, called. Well, first of all, Into the Darkness had a lot of issues. First of all, okay, <laughs> yeah. it did, and and also they 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 overtly militarized Star Trek people, the whole Star Trek universe. But if you're gonna Star have, Trek is not militarized, so if, if you're gonna have it militarized, have the space battle be dope. Well, they did it, and that's why I said it had some issues. But it still wasn't dope. That's another issue. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Other issues. Listen, listen. <laughs> not there's no there's no Tie Fighters and ATATs. I'm sorry. I, there's nothing that actually moves and has speed. First of all, no, <laughs> no. Okay, because I messed up last time for not defending Star Trek. I'm defending it today. First of all, first of all, Ben. I mean, they move extreme fast. The problem is, it has probably not been properly expressed in film for you to understand just how fast and how dynamic they're moving right now yeah. and what they're doing. Unlike in Star Wars. 
It, you know, I just then have I to mean, say, I'm trying to work with you here, and you're making it very difficult I, for me. I, you as wild as respectful right now. Even the Millennium Falcon, right. making moves. Wait, I just realized they just, they just wait, don't film in that way. That's just not how the way they no, it's not just it, that. But it's more. Wait, Star Trek doesn't have fighters. It's always and just right, they don't two have fight. big These are ships fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And ships or like war Battlestar Galactica had fighters. Star yeah. Wars has fighters. Star and Star Trek, Trek never, doesn't. That Star actually Trek never just had occurred fighters. to me. Exactly. Star Trek also always had cruiser class stuff, dreadnought right. class stuff, like stuff that are basically tanks They're like and, and big, air, yeah. giant, the, giant airships in the space. And the little small stuff is typically like away mission ships. It's not. They, it's that's, true. It's a different series, Ben. I mean, stop. The Imperial Star Destroyer make better moves than anything ever done on Star Trek. No, but it's dope when <laughs> all the TIE fighters hater. come out yeah. or, or in Battlestar Galactica when they would launch all the Vipers and then suddenly you'd see like 5,000 Cylons like coming I out said, of Like I said, this is a different... Dope. It's a different... <laughs> It's, it's a different know, fandom, okay? I know. It's not about running around it's with a, the fighters and stuff, okay? A, there's different things for that. There's Battlestar Galactica, I know. there's Star Wars, there's other stuff. All right. Stop hating, Ben. I mean, I'm not hating. I'm just saying their space battles could use a little bit more... You know, other than them just rolling up on each other and one shooting a blast and the other one looking at the screen and blowing up. Oh, my God. No, the space battles were all taking place in Captain Kirk's pants. <laughs> well. Chico Leo for the three. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> um, also, in Star Trek news, they finally said why there isn't a Star Trek series right now. And long story short, it's basically because the rights are tied up in 50 different, you know, different universes. I know CBS got one. Yeah, it's really bad. That's so it. that's the reason why you're not seeing a Star Trek show right now. Even though Marvel characters are all tied up in like 50 different universes. So. True. But, you know, I don't think they want Captain Kirk on the show. And then have, like, <laughs> Worf over there. Nobody's waiting, Data. For the, nobody's waiting for the Worf solo It series. does seem like a no-brainer to have an Academy show. Like, like have mm, a bunch of kids. Like, yeah. That would be going hot. And maybe the... they'll have fighters for you. But, I mean, I don't know. But that's just, just not how it was. Speaking of Worf, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just a sidetrack. Worf was in Ted 2 which I unfortunately saw this weekend. It was <laughs> terrible. Jeez. Oh, but Worf, Worf Michael Dorn, he wasn't in. Was he, he Worf? Was, I'm not going to give it away. Okay. All right. Um, also, uh, in some other movie news, Guardians of the Galaxy is announced as second title, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You don't mean billion dollars plus two? Yeah, probably pretty okay. much, yeah. And in news that people aren't too excited about, of course, this is only on the raging internet. The Ghostbusters costumes and the proton packs were revealed. Me personally, they look like slightly different than the old ones. Yo, Why is that a big deal? But once yeah, again, oh yeah. my God. Who don't cares? go on the internet and never read the comments, folks. That's all I got to say <laughs> about that. Because Why is that? Oh, people was mad. People were mad. Oh my God, they don't look like the original. Oh my God. Listen, y'all. Ghostbusters is my life. That's L- what I heard listen, today. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. As as one of the official fan bros of the fan bro show, let me tell you this right now. I'm just going to be a little mini rant. <laughs> Listen, like we can all be fan bros. We can enjoy our fandoms. We can have our pet peeves and all that other stuff. But I think there's a line that you guys have to stop yes. crossing when it comes to being, I don't know, passionate about it. Because I don't want to say picky a little bit. I think there is a point. Like like someone had. I think it was uh, Kim Sonian asked me last uh, last week, or D- Damian Lemon asked last week. You know, is it Trekkies or Trekkers? I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm a Star War, a Star Trek fan. So like, I don't need that validation of oh, this is not exactly right and comic book and Vision could have never canon. picked up Thor's hammer. And I'm sorry that I made that voice. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> my point is, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I think you can have arguments, uh, constructive arguments, and talk about what you like and don't like without just being a damn 
I don't know Mitch about it. And just wait for the movie, man. That's all I had to say. Like, you know, once, you know, and even if this Ghostbusters movie is absolutely terrible, trust me, the original Ghostbusters will still be a classic. It's just like the prequels. I lived through them. You'll survive wait this. Wait a minute. You, you, you mentioned, you said, I don't like that it has a pink heart on it. Because it's that a girl's pad. Yeah, that just might be one. And the pink heart is so tiny. It's in the middle of the uh, radiation symbol. It's like you can't even see why it. Why does it have to be pink? And why does it have to be a heart? Because I'm a girl. Do I have to have a purple? Pink heart, yes. A, pur- course, a purple know. proton pack. Come with, on. It shoots glitter. Come on. When, when they're pandering to you, you let them pander. No. All right. Uh, speaking of some, you know, I guess that's it for the movies. I hate when I do that, though. <laughs> Unless you're in on a secret right there, fan bros. But it's time for my favorite segment of the week. Comics I Cops. And man, this week has, yo, there is some news in the comic world. Marvel today dropped an announcement of everything that's coming in October after Secret Wars ends, 45 different new series. And according to the internets out there, this is not everything, but they will have 45 new number ones after Secret Wars with all kind of crazy stuff going on. Like there's going to be a new Sam Wilson, the Falcon, as Captain America, but now he's beefing with old Steve Rogers. One I'm really looking forward to is the Ultimates by Al Ewing, which the team consists of the Black Panther, Monica Rambeau, Blue Marvel, Miss America, one of my favorite characters of all time. I like how you said her name. Rambeau. And Galactus, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. Who knows? Is she go by Spectrum now? Yeah, she was Spectrum last time I read. She'll always be Captain Marvel to me. Oh, definitely. But she kicked ass with Spectrum, too. There's also Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, a Carnage series, the totally awesome Hulk, the Mighty Thor. So... So there's 45 number ones coming. If they're $3 each, that's $150. If they're $4 each, that's $200 that they're asking you to spend. I mean, Pay up, sucker. Yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, that's... <laughs> what you think this is? That's pretty Entertainment serious. don't come cheap. No. No. And, uh, yeah, some of these series, you know, it's just like, I, I really want to say right now, though, I really have to big up what Marvel's doing. Like, I don't know about all these series coming out, but Secret Wars right now is just incredible. Big shouts to Axel Alonso editor-in-chief over there because he is just like the variety of series they're putting out is so crazy i want to give a you know i Mm -hmm. always shout out what i've been copping this week Mm -hmm. and i got to shout out uh where monsters dwell which is another one of the series which is like kind of like throwback to like indiana jones type thing but the indiana jones character in it is like a sucker who's like (laughs) not the man and he's with this woman who he you know agreed to take to monster island but she is the kick-ass hero of the story and he's just a sucker. It's a great. He a Mark ass. <coughs> Definitely is Mark ass Buster. And it's, <laughs> it's a really great series, and that's what I mean. They're putting out just so much random different stuff that some of the stuff that's coming out afterwards looks kind of like they're just going back to the norm. So I'm not as impressed, but definitely check out where monsters dwell. And I have to big up Infinity Gauntlet. I told y'all when I read the first issue that I loved it, but Jesus, this book is so good. Go buy Infinity Gauntlet right now. In this issue, uh, it's about this black female Nova Corps member, and she basically blesses her whole family in the latest issue with Nova Corps uh, costumes and powers. So her whole family, all black, all kicking asses the Nova Corps. The art is stupid insane. It's just, oh, man. Go pick up Infinity Gauntlet. Tell them Ben I mean sent you. Dope. Yep. 
You you give very good recommendations. You you tend to like start Twitter like I've I've seen that and fires. I really appreciate that because I, I I'm I mean I'm just I this Infinity Gauntlet is so damn good. Also, I just want to say really quick, Walking Dead, yo, if you're a fan of the TV show, you have no idea where this goddamn book and show eventually is going to get. The latest issue once again had at the very end of the issue, I'm like, what the. What? No, there's nothing I can spoil because what is going on right now, no one has seen. There's nothing in relation to it right now. Okay. The book is so much further ahead than the show. Okay. We are at least like two or three seasons ahead, I would say. Shit. Yeah, really? and it's and it's just it's so far. What number gone. are they? What are they up to now? I want to say this is 114 or 100. Wow. Yeah, it's 114. I think. Yeah, because they haven't got to 125, so this is like 114, and it's just Robert Kirkman, yo, that man can write. Because the lady, it's every issue you're sitting there reading it. Who's to die? Who's to die? And then even when no one dies, it's always this cliffhanger at the end where you just are feeding for that next issue. So if you've never read it and you like the show, I highly recommend it because, you know, he just takes it to other levels. Anytime I watch Walking Dead, I'm like, I wish they would kill X and then they kill them. And I'm really happy about it. Oh, well, don't worry. But it take too long. Everyone you know right now is pretty much dead. I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> I mean, if you can't figure that out, folks, well, I mean, people on. get killed I mean, on the show. Come on, man! Come on, man! <laughs> yeah. They be playing around, having long ass conversations outside, and letting ninjas play by by uh, you know lakes and shit. Trust me, building sandcastles and shit, it and gets, and then digging for zombies and shit. Like, come on, it man! Gets so much worse. People, I'm, I just, I'm sorry. Just people just be doing dumbass stuff in there. Oh so. my god! Yeah, wait till not whoa. as dumb as they are on the strain. <laughs> oh, always time for some shade. Anyway, that's it for <laughs> comics. I cop Chico. You know what time it is? Yeah, it's time for your third favorite segment. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I wanted to uh, big up a uh, a documentary that's on Netflix, mm. and it's called uh, "What Happened, Miss Simone." Yeah, it is. Oh. Not about Raven Simone, but a fact fact about (laughs) Nina Simone. You know, I could have asked her what happened. Right, exactly. (laughs) I need a documentary about that. Half the people who look at that, I feel like when they're looking, they're They're like, like, oh, that's about, that must be about Raven Simone going crazy. But no, it's it's about Nina Simone. And it's uh, it's, it's been a long time coming. It's it's a great documentary. And I feel like she's one of those superstars who doesn't have superstar status, but she should. Mm-hmm. Like, she should definitely, she's sort of in that second tier considered yeah. by a lot of people. She should be in the first tier. And um, definitely check out, um, you know, what happened, Miss Simone. Hell yeah. I watched half of it so far, and it is amazing. Yeah. Revealing. I definitely had no idea some of the stuff you're going to find yeah. out. Of that oh, yeah. There, there's warts and Ooh, all in this. Like, Jesus. this is not one of those documentaries where it's all we're out to make just make oh, her no. look good. Her talent is, I mean, is undeniable. Yeah. But yes. like a lot of talented people, she had, you know. Like people. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's people. true. You, but a lot of talented yeah. people also, I mean, it's very hard to be a great artist and be a great parent great spouse yes. great i mean for like for anyone because you're you're putting your whatever into your art and you're not like you know she was talking about going to you know soccer practices for her kids and all that mm-hmm. like uh, like today you know but uh, uh reagan but not you know nina simone was not doing you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it's definitely nah. it, it's very good um it's and, not it's not zoe saldana's so. No, it's I, definitely I, not. Even yeah. Zoe Saldana has come out and said that she was miscast in that movie. <laughs> so I mean, no, she has. So and she was. Hell yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's definitely very excellent. I, I fully co-signed Chico's pick yeah. this week because that movie is dope. Dope. I always love documentaries, and that's a dope one. Yes. All right. Um, I think we can uh, tell the people who won. Can we? I don't know. I think we still got like we, about we string them 50 along? more minutes of the show to do. All right. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I have the results of the first, the one out of five. The hip-hop and geek-ish t-shirt contest. That is Chico's makeshift drum roll. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> congratulations to Juan Says on Twitter. That's W-O-N-S-A-Y-S. We should put that like that real tacky music, uh, wind music. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Come on down. And he has won the shirt with the Acura since everyone. Akira. Akira. Acura. No, Acura is Acura is the Acura. No, is the Japanese. He's saying it the Japanese way. But he said Acura like the car. No, but it's Acura. Thank you. That's how they say it in the film. Acura. Like Godzilla is Gojira. Thank you. Thank you. Mothra is Mosura. No, Acura is a car. Akira is what I'm saying. No, Ninja, you said Acura. First time, not this time. Anyway. Everybody knows I'm a mother monster <laughs> is the shirt that you have yes. worn. So congratulations to you, sir. And now, well, sir or ma'am, as usual, because I have no idea what you are on Twitter. It's a sir, sir. Okay, it's a sir. Congratulations to you, sir, for winning. We will have another shirt this week up for grabs. Yes, sir. Make sure that you have to tweet us. Or I think you can also shout us out on Instagram, too. But you have to use the hashtag, the name, the hashtag of the show. Yep. So last week it was Chris Rock's original teeth. <laughs> who, who, who the hell knows what it's going to be this week? That, that hashtag actually got a lot of traction. <laughs> oh, man. Hopefully Chris Rock didn't see that one. Cause I hope he did, actually. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah. so, so like I said, um, tweet us. Um, contact us with the hashtag. Uh, the hashtag has to be the name of the show. And you will be in the running for uh, one of the exclusive. And these shirts are insane. You know, big yeah. shout out to Ty the Robot yeah. on the design and the print because these joints are silly. Yo. I'm going to to get one my own. I even entered the contest myself, but unfortunately I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> It happens, folks. All right, this has been your boy, DJ Ben-Hameen, on Fan Bros Show. Tatiana, anything before we get out of here? Subscribe, rate, follow us on SoundCloud, on Twitter, on subscribe, subscribe on iTunes, follow us on YouTube, Tumblr, Vine. Just, just follow us wherever we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, just don't follow us home. <laughs> <laughs>